to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio. With me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and um, this week we're going to talk about something that um, I don't, I, honestly, in, in almost six years, I don't really think... We've talked much about, I mean, I know, we, I, you know some of my solo shows, I may have mentioned this a little bit, but I know not from particularly from this angle and not at all from this level of expertise our guest has. Uh, this week, we're talking with Mr. Benny Salas. He is the founder and CEO of That Coaching Guy, a personal and professional coaching, training, and development company for leaders, executives, business owners, and their teams based in South Florida. As a speaker of over 26 years, yeah, you look at Benny, you're not going to think if you're if you're watching this, you're, you're going to be like, oh, did you start when you were like five? Uh, he's reached over 50,000 people through ministry, public speaking, social media and video content as a certified professional coach with the International Coaching Federation. Benny has been mastering the art of coaching for the past 11 years and has delivered over 10,000 hours of coaching and training. In addition, Benny coaches on an international platform that serves executive clients in the areas of professional and personal development. And what we're going to talk, we're going to pick his brain about is not only what some of the things he does with his coaching business, but he's going to help us how to find our voice as a speaker and how to utilize that in our business. So, Benny, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm so excited to be with you, Mr. Biz. Man, we had a great time in South Florida. And so it's so good to be with you here on your show. And I, I'm telling you, I'm just excited. I'm looking forward to just uh, adding some value and just learning more about, you know, what, what's going on with you, but yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll, man. Yeah. I've been looking forward to it. So I should mention, so as, as Benny alluded to, so he, he and I both spoke at an event, uh, in Miami, uh, almost a month ago now, about not three, three, four weeks ago. Um, we were both speakers there and that's how I met Benny through the event. Uh, before the event, I went out and, uh, connected on social media with all the other speakers connected with them via that. So that way when I showed up, and this is a, t a little hack for you guys as well. So I knew about three months in advance, I was speaking this event. I went out and looked up the other speakers, connected with them so on social media, interacted with them, engaged with them. So before I even get there, I have a relationship with them online only at that point. But now when I meet them, it's not, I'm not meeting them for the first time. It's, it's like kind of a warm introduction, like, Oh, Hey, Benny, uh, you know, and, and Hey, I just saw you did this, or I just saw you did that. So Keep that in mind, guys, as you're building relationships, utilize the online platform. I know people say that online is kind of pushes you away from personal relationships. This is a way to kind of flip that script and use it for your benefit. I, I remember when I, at the networking event, the day before the event, there was a kind of VIP thing. And uh, I walked in and Benny saw me. And again, I had never met him ever in person. And Benny turned around. And he recognized me from engaging on social media. And he's like, Mr. Biz. So he knew me right away. So, uh, uh, so very powerful lesson to learn there, guys. So Benny, sorry, I'm taking up all your time here. Um, walk us through a little bit, if you would, your entrepreneurial journey. So again, you've been speaking for 26 freaking years. You started when you're six years old, because I know you're only like 32 now. So uh, I 45, actually. <laughs> started at 19. <laughs> so, so talk to me about your, your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. So my entrepreneur, you know, if I were to really put a, a timeline on it, I would probably say I was always entrepreneurial, but I didn't step into it until late in my late thirties. Right. And the reason why I say that is because I was always one that felt comfortable building and creating from the ground up. I always felt there was this desire to take on the tough task of seeing something and bringing it to life. 
Um, it's what Alex Sharfin calls the EPT, the entrepreneurial personality type. And oftentimes that there's something wrong with us that we think because we're just designed and built differently. And so for me, even I saw that as a 19 year old, I started speaking, I started uh, getting involved in leadership very early. And I felt like there was this real sense of like entrepreneurial, like DNA in me. And it wasn't until my late thirties when my job called me and I was working at a corporate job and my job said, Benny, today's your last day. And that was the last day for corporate, but it was my first day as an entrepreneur. It was the first time I really felt like I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And so I stepped into that and I designed, uh, I, I started during the time I was doing coach training and I was getting educated and trained, but it was that moment where I said, you know what, I, I, it was time for me. Uh, I, I normally say this and a lot of people are like, really? I'm like, yeah, I sucked as an employee because I was much better working <laughs> with people than working for them because I would drive my bosses crazy, Ken. I would drive them crazy. I would come up with solutions and, and strategies and stuff. They're like, Benny, we're not paying you for this. And that's when I knew I was entrepreneurial. That's when I knew that I could solve bigger problems and that I had to actually step out and build something that would actually kind of harvest or kind of kind of harbor my, my my gifts and my creativity in that entrepreneurial type DNA. And so for me, that started back in 2017. We launched that coaching guy and we've been we've been going strong ever since, man. We've been building, growing, uh, you know, we've been developing. We've, we've gone through a lot of these hardships where, you know, oftentimes in the coaching industry and in the speaking industry, you can you can be in it for a long time, but you could not make a lot of money in it because it's a really, really hard space to crack into. It's really hard to get bigger contracts and really understand your niche market. But, and at the same time, understand that you come in with all of these gifts and talents and knowledge. And how do you monetize that as an entrepreneur? How do you bring that to market? And how do you, while you're doing that, develop a brand, develop a team, develop an infrastructure and systems that for you are are embodying really everything that you feel and sense as an entrepreneur. And so we, I've been on that journey, bringing coaching, speaking and training uh, all together to say, what is the brand of that coaching guy? Who is he? Like, what, what, what does he look like? What does he sound like? And, and so I've been able to, over the past few years, define what that is and still learning. Like I recently just changed my mission statement, you know, and I felt really concrete about it. You know, you know how it is. We're always changing our bio header, right? We're like, yeah. is it this? Is it that? <laughs> That's the great sign of an entrepreneur, right? You're always thinking about how to get better, how to get sharper, how to get clearer about your mission, vision, and values. And so that journey started for me back in 2017. So it's interesting. I was going to ask you, was there an epiphany? Was there a moment? And it sounds like, you know, when you're losing your job, it's like, so, but, but, but uh, uh, really, I would also say is it, I, it's, I had some correlations with my experience. I, didn't, I wasn't told I was losing my job, but I had always wanted to do my own thing. And then some things happen in the corporate world. And I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I wasn't losing my job, but I'm like, this is a sign. It's my time to go. You got maybe a little more of a nudge than I did. But so you had always sort of had that. It sounds like you'd always kind of wanted to do your own thing. And you just needed that little nudge to get you going. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, I was, I was going to leave the job actually at the end of the year. And okay. I, and so my plans was, but here's the thing I did. I thought I had done something wrong and I didn't. What happened was that they actually closed the company down a few months after they let me go. So they were slowly letting all of the top people go first and then they shut everything down. And so, but I'll be honest with you. I felt this overwhelming sense of peace that I knew exactly what the next step was. And I think there's, that's that sense. That's that confidence that you have 
knowing that either you've been thinking about something for a long time that you need to bring to fruition, or you need to go and discover what this actually needs to look like. And so for me, that was just the, I was, I did, I like to say it like this and I, and I, that God was doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Like he knew I needed to step out and this was my opportunity. It was, and when I, when I knew it and I told my wife, we knew exactly what the next step was. And there was this peace and this sense of Benny, your journey starts now. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it, mine was similar, um, similar type of situation. And I can relate to just about everything you said. I mean, it's it was the same sort of uh, scenario for me. And I had that confidence as well. People are like, you're leaving this, you know, Fortune 15 job. What the heck are you thinking? Uh, we're out of time here in the first uh, segment. However, don't fret. We got Benny coming back in the sex like six second segment. Whoa, I almost slipped up there. We're going to get the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And we're going to find out more about what Benny does. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz Radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20 plus podcast platforms. Also, video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100 plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. Question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. It is time, as always, at the top of the second segment for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And I know recently we've had some quotes from, from different people. I think we had, I think last week was Jesse Itzler, and I think we had a Grant Cardone in there somewhere recently. This one is actually in a Mr. Biz original. Um, how can you make more money with less sales? The key is to, as I like to call it, MYM, mind your margins. You got to mind your margins. You got to keep an eye on things. You got to know exactly how much you're making on things. You got to make sure you're not discounting things too much and eating away and eroding away your margin. And this will help you. Um, and we've talked about this before on the show many times over the years, what I call the silent business killer. If you have a really good idea of what your margins are, you will avoid the infamous, the killer, the silent business killer. And those are products or services that are break even or even worse, you're losing money on them. In order to fend him off, to keep him away, you got to mind your margins. So that is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. Again, this week, guys, we're talking with Mr. Benny Salas. You can find out more about what he's got going on. And we're going to talk about it right now, but you can go to his website, thatcoachingguy.com, thatcoachingguy.com. I literally was just talking to someone uh, within the last, whatever, week or so um, about coaching and some of the things that it reminded me of Benny. And it's funny, you know, the, the, Hey, you know what? Hey, you got a problem. I know a guy and I go, I, I know a coaching, I know that coaching guy. I know him. Right. Uh, so, so it's kind of funny. Love the name, love the branding. Um, so along with that, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about monetizing speaking and how to have your voice heard. But before we get into that, I want to find out a little bit more about 
what you do at that coaching guy. Yeah, so it's interesting. The name in and of itself kind of speaks to the services that we offer. You know, I started doing coaching, financial coaching, um, back in United Way back in 2010, uh, 2011, uh, when I came on. And I started doing financial coaching, career coaching, developmental coaching, leadership. I've always been a part of leadership development and coaching because my background is in organizational leadership and development. And then I started off doing executive coaching, then working with high-end people. And what I started to realize that there was a need for that audience. And so when I started to come up with a name, I couldn't figure out what, what was my name. It's almost like Mr. Biz. I was like, you know, like, okay, he's got to be about business, right? So, right. So that coaching guy was like, well, what is, what do I coach? I could coach in so many areas. And so we came up with a name and an idea, the logo, that coaching guy, because it represented both a corporate yet a like, like, let's coach people, let's challenge people into that next thing. And so here's how we do that. We do that in several layers. There's both a B2B and a B2E market, right? Or B2C market. And I didn't know this right away. And I was, and I was trying to figure out how do we serve multiple audiences and figuring this thing out around coaching and training. And so what I do is we help people through by helping them build and grow their mission, their message, and their mindset. And here's why I say that. Because when we talk about leadership, we're really talking about how you show up in the world, right? And so when companies bring me in, we'll do a full-on coaching, training assessment. We'll understand what are their biggest challenges, uh, developing work culture. Now, in today's market, I'll tell you, some a lot of businesses uh, who are in the service-based industry have to really do a 2.0 version of what they're doing because the market and leadership development is not the same way it used to be. It's, and the way that we receive content, the way that we process, the way that we engage relationally has all changed. And so to be honest with you, I'm coming in with that old school knowledge with a fresh new school approach. Like how do we empower people, not just inspire people? How do we get people to have a shared vision? And so we do that by providing coaching, training. Uh, people will bring me in to do workshops. They'll bring me in to do keynote speaking. And so this has been really a culmination of all of my experiences uh, it wasn't until a few years ago, about four or five years ago, that I really started to focus more on the speaking space because I realized I had an opportunity to get on stage and share my own personal story uh, that's called the mic drop. And I shared uh, a talk, and it was more of a personal talk called Shame on Me. But I realized that I, after I did that, I took four people through the process of the mic drop method, um, and I realized, man, they had such powerful breakthroughs. And I was able to connect my experience as a speaker into actually helping people. And that developed our Speak More Academy. And so in our Speak More Academy, we focus specifically on helping people speak with confidence, reach their audience, and grow their influence. When we think about speaking, it's not the way in, in its traditional sense. It's not just, hey, can I invite you on stage? You know what? We do it through social media. We do it through content creation. We do it through podcasting. We do it through messaging. We have all of these mediums that we did not have before uh, as a way for us to develop platforms on our own stages. And so when I give this idea of speak more, what I'm challenging people to think about is how do you get your message out there? What's your message, right? I think so, there are so many amazing individuals who have powerful stories, great messages and, and, and knowledge. I like to say that what you know is greater than what you do. So then how do you let people know more about you? And so there, I think there's so many people that are just holding themselves back. And so what we do is we step in and we provide those solutions in helping people understand how can they take their message beyond just this idea or just from a stage 
And how do you get into more places? And then how do you monetize that? And so there is this element that we're working with folks to say, listen, um, how do you monetize your message? We did a five-day challenge called Speak More and Monetize. And it was very interesting because folks had eBooks, courses, they had products, programs, and services that they have not monetized yet. And all of that is connected to their message, right? They're constantly saying it. So how do you take it to market? How do you reach the masses? How do, and I'm going to tell you something, it, it, it deals with this number one thing, it's confidence. It's believing in yourself and believing that what you have to offer solves the problem. And so if you don't see that, you're not going to speak more. It's interesting, Ken, when I talk to people and I tell them about our program, this is normally what they'll say at the end. They're like, man, I guess I just need to speak more. And, it, and it's not like, it's so interesting. I'm like, yes, that, that's what my church says. My church says speak more, right? Right. Like, literally what we want people to do. We want people to own their story. We want people to feel empowered. We don't want them to be afraid of the camera. I normally say that people don't fear the public speaking. They just fear the public speaking. Our greatest fear isn't what we're going to say. It's the judgment or the criticisms of other people. And so oftentimes we step into this in coaching, we call this the saboteur, right? The saboteur can just beat us up. And there are nine ways that we judge ourselves as saboteurs, nine common ways. And what I do is I help people begin to, to unpack that and to remove a lot of those lies, labels, and limiting beliefs so that they can be great entrepreneurs, great coaches, great business owners, great speakers, great communicators, because guess what? Their vision is connected to it. Like when people step into entrepreneurship, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, there's a lot of perks, but it's hard. It's challenging. It's difficult. And when people spend a lot of their time preparing to do that, and then three, four, or five years down the road, they're no longer doing it because they got discouraged. They lost confidence and momentum and motivation. It's heartbreaking. And so my goal is to help uh, close the gap a little bit. My goal is to say, man, how do we help more people really step in, get clarity, and, and so we have both what we do for small businesses. And here's what I'm finding. I'm also finding that I'm reaching businesses that have five to 10 people that are newer entrepreneurs, I guess, new millennial entrepreneurs that have been around for a while that are looking for coaching and training like me. And they're not doing it the traditional way. They have a whole new perspective and they have a whole new appreciation for coaching, training and development. And that's how we bring this thing together, Ken. I love it, Benny. Uh, and first of all, going way back, the, the branding. I love that. One of the things I really like about it is, and I, I coach people on this too, is I, I, for the most part, right? It doesn't have to be because there are plenty of companies that have been successful without this. But I think it's very important when someone, especially as you're starting out, when they see your brand, your logo, they know what you do. They're not like, hmm, I wonder if it's this or I wonder if it's that. And that coaching guy, as you said, says it all. Fascinating stuff. Again, go out to thatcoachingguy.com, thatcoachingguy.com. Uh, follow Benny on social media. Um, I know he's pretty active, on, well, very active on Instagram, so definitely follow him out there as well. Come back after the break. We're going to get some tips from uh, Benny, what he had mentioned before about getting your voice heard as a speaker. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. 
Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how CheckOffYourList's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact CheckOffYourList at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best-selling books at MrBizBooks.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And uh, we're going to continue talking with Benny Silas here again, thatcoachingguy.com, thatcoachingguy.com. Um, so, Benny, I know you had talked about this and you had alluded to it a few times during the first couple segments. Um, getting your voice heard as a speaker. And again, I know I, I saw down at the event, you got the Speak More t shirts and everything, which are super cool, uh, little swag. Um, so, how does someone, what, what are some of your tips on that? Well, how does someone get started? Um, you know, I guess let's look at it from this perspective. Let me back up a second. Let's say that I'm an entrepreneur. I recognize your, your, the message you're sending, right? Especially what you mentioned during the last segment, like, man, you're right. I need to speak more. As you said, sometimes that's, that's the epiphany that comes out of it. And you say, but A, I don't know how to do it. B, I'm not sure I'm very good at it or I'm not confident. What are some things to kind of get that going a little bit? Yeah, you know, I think the first thing I, I always, I, I started to do a new strategy over the past few, I would say the past year. And I realized when I was asking people, what was your message? I was really asking them, what was your mission? Because oftentimes I believe that our mission is really this idea and this existence for why our message even lives and breathes. I believe it's like the gasoline and the fuel to, to our message. And so I think the first thing is you got to know why you want to speak. Why do you want to speak? Like, what's the reason? The, on the back of my shirt, it says, if you have something to say, say something, right? And so I believe that we all have something to say. I believe that we all have tremendous value. I believe our stories, we went through what we went through, not so that we can hold our stories hostage, hostage, but that we can share it with other people and give them hope. And so I think the first thing you just got to know is like, so what's your mission in this world? Like, why are you here? We, you know, life is so short. It's so short. What do we do to maximize our time here on earth, right? This is why you think about what, what your business does. Think about the lives that you're impacting. This is bigger than entrepreneurship. This is bigger than business. This is about why are you, why are you existing? And so when I take people into that mindset and that space, they have to see their message bigger than how they've been seeing it, right? And so the first thing is I want to connect people to their mission. What's the mission of your business? What's the, what's the why? What's the existence? Why does it matter? And so when I think people get clear about that, it's easier to understand what their message is. Because here's the thing I think people do. We find stories. And stories are great. And I think storytelling is a huge part of how we deliver our message. They're, 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 it's a way to connect our audience. It's a way to show and expose ourselves, make us vulnerable, connect, make it relevant. Also, be able to paint a picture for people. But a lot of people who are storytelling still don't understand their message. So a lot of people be like, they'll remember the story, but what was the point of it all? What was, what was, the, what was the big idea? What was the takeaway? And so oftentimes people get impressed with us versus being impacted by us. Mm, and I want to create that. impact, not just an impression, right? I want to be able to, and you've heard me say, I think you have to inspire, but you have to empower. Because I think when you get inspired, you can be excited about my story. But when you get empowered, you start to get excited around your own story. 
Like how do you, how do you achieve entrepreneurship? How do you obtain wealth for your family? How do you get what you want? How do you step into your superpower? That's what, that's what my mission is. And so for me, I, I hope people will see that they need to take that and own that and realize I have a message. I have a story. How do I communicate that? And so I think it's, it's, it's connecting your message, right. Or communicating your message. It's understanding your mission. And I think the other thing is you have to connect your story. Your story really has to have something that, that, that makes me get a bigger picture, not only of you, but of what you are saying. Again, we see stories all day long. We see this in social media all the time. People are telling stories, not just selling products. What sells a product is telling a story, right? This is what we see Nike do. This is what Apple does. This is what all of these big people who, 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 are, who are reaching the masses, what they're doing is they're telling a story. And so you got to be able to connect that story because you want to be able to captivate your audience. How do you captivate your audience? How do you draw them in? How do you take them on a journey with you? You know, when we're speaking, sometimes whether you have five minutes or you have 15 minutes or an hour or half an hour, you have to be able to captivate your audience and understand how do I accelerate them? How do I bring them along with me? This is why you can watch a, a 60 second reel on Instagram and be impacted by a story because it happens just that quick. And so how do we show up in that space? How do we understand when we're in front of people or we're in community, how do I show up? Is this a 15 second moment? Is this the last time I'll ever say anything to that person? How do I speak more? How do I get that out there? And so captivating that audience, I think is all about, and I like to say this is you have to give them a call to action. I like to, when, whenever I'm with somebody, I always want to make sure they understand that not only that, that what, what my existence is and my reason, but that there's something for them. And, and again, I, I just always look at those opportunities and I think everyone should look at their opportunities. Again, we networked, right? We, we connected in Miami. We, we had one evening and then a whole day where we were at this event but but connecting with people, right? Uh, hearing other people share and other people give insights and exchange numbers and you know what do you do? What do you, uh, like all of that is all about giving somebody a call to action because people are looking for something, and sometimes we don't know what they're looking for until we actually give them some direction or maybe just some insight, right? Not not just sharing all the highlights that we do, but what are the insights? Like for me, I want to be able to. Uh, I, I like what Erwin McManus says. He says. When I leave this earth, I want to leave empty, not because I had nothing to give, but because I gave everything I had. And that's how I want to see my, my experiences whenever I'm speaking and communicating. I want to feel like, man, I've left it on the table. I've given my very best, no regrets, no holding back, no feeling like there was an imposter syndrome, none of that. And I think the more that I practice that, the easier it is for me to show up and speak more. The more I do that, the more I can be able to, to connect my business to what I'm doing. Again, yeah, we, we, we have our terms and it's business, it's entrepreneur, it's all these things. But the truth is that, you know, I'm on a mission and, and I'm on a mission to help people. I, I want to see people's lives radically transformed because they're believing in themselves and everything that's inside of them. And, and, and how do I help people do that? And so I, I think, you know, you got to communicate your message. You got to connect your story. Like I said, you got to captivate your audience. You got to give them a call to action. And here's the last tip that I think is important. And, and it's, it's important. You got to create, create, create content. You just got to create, like you really got to create, you got to understand that you are the content that everything inside of you, like, like I don't, I don't look at other people's stuff anymore. I get ideas and inspiration, but the truth is that I'm looking in here. 
I'm looking like what's inside of me already. How do I get that stuff out in a way that for me communicates my message? And so that's, those are some tips that I think would help some folks. Yeah. I mean, Benny, those are super powerful. You know, as I, as you were talking, I was thinking about relating, you know, you'd mentioned a little earlier about the stories that Nike tells and, and Apple tells, and then you moved on to, you know, the impact and then the taking action. I was kind of thinking about that as like, they give you the, so what, right? Here's the story, but so what, what, what does it mean? What's the impact? And therefore what action should I take from that? And that, and that's kind of what I got. And I'll tell you the fact that you're creating the content and that you are the content. And I can't remember if you and I talked about this down at the event or not, but uh, Brad Lee, uh, if you guys out there are watching or listening, don't follow Brad Lee. Um, I think on Instagram, he's like the real Brad Lee or real Brad Lee. Yeah. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, he talks about how he started creating content. And he said the guy kept, he, he hired a guy and the guy kept coming in during meetings saying, hey, we got to create content. We got to create content. And finally, Brad got frustrated and said, look, just turn the camera on and follow me around. To your point, Benny, he's yeah. the content. He's the content. You know, I don't have to sit in front of a camera with a script and I'm the content. It's like Gary Vee does it all the time, right? He's got, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, D-Rock that follows him around and, and records all this stuff. So I think it's super powerful when you see these people that are very popular and built big brands do the same things that Benny just gave us. And again, Benny's got 26 years of speaking experience because he started when he was six years old. Uh, and so, <laughs> so uh, again, go out to thatcoachingguy.com. Benny, we're out of time here, but thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. Pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much, Ken. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Again, Benny Salas, thatcoachingguy.com. Guys, uh, really appreciate you guys watching, listening. Um, have a great week, a fantastic week, as a matter of fact. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is key. To become part of Mr. Biz Nation, follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to mrbizradio.com. If you prefer free video content, visit the Mr. Biz YouTube channel or check out his streaming channel, which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at mrbiznetwork.com.